Hi, I'm Gregory Cossey, and this is Lessons in Finance. Hey, welcome back. In today's lesson, we're going to take a look at savings and how to do so and how to do so effectively as a younger person with when you have um, volatile income coming in. But as long as you have income, either through a paycheck or allowance, for a paycheck, but that's from a previous lesson, um, we want to look at the idea of no matter what your income level or if your paycheck varies from week to week, a system that can help you save money. And we're going to use technology uh, to help with this because many of the things that we look at in today's um, tech world of fintech is used to actually make us spend money and making spending easier. And with just, you know, just tap and away you go or scan your phone and the money is released. And a lot of it is done to get you to consume. And we're going to go in another lesson, the next one on, we'll take a look at spending and how to curtail that and actually go low tech to kind of battle that. But since the tools are out there with online banking, let's look at some ways in which we can uh, save money and really make that easier to do. Um, again, no matter what your income level or anything like that, this is for you. Many people will look at, and even in school, we'll talk about, all right, there's guaranteed investment certificates or mutual funds or all these different more adult level um, savings vehicles that get a lot of attention. And their products are a lot of things that the banks will push. But for those, we'll, we'll get into those later. But for now, you need to have a set of money aside and even to put into this, you know, you can't just start out with $53 and, and with um, GICs that you usually have to put in a set amount of money for a set amount of time. And so we want to have the flexibility. But before we even get to that point, we've got to walk before we can run, we need to get a set a pile of money together. And we want to look at the process of how that is done. So the first thing to do, it makes sense to open a higher interest savings account. Most of the banks have these as a product, along with your regular in and out account that you make your debit purchases or all your money comes in and uh, in and out of. You can have a savings account, a higher interest savings account that is just linked to your account that isn't where you actually make your spending purchases from. It's where you can take money from your regular account, your checking or savings account, and put it into this higher interest savings account. And what this does is it usually takes a day or two for you to have uh, immediate access to the funds. It's almost like a um, in case uh, in case of emergency, break glass. It gives you a bit of a step that you have to do before you can access this money. And so the banks have a tighter access for it. They'll give you a little more interest for it. But we're really not looking at it from an interest standpoint because it's really not much, particularly in a low interest environment that we're in. Um, but it's a way in which to kind of put it securely aside rather than putting in like a sock in a drawer or something like that, that you're actually putting it in a, a safe spot earns a bit more interest, but the more important thing is you don't have access um, to it. So again, to do this, once you have get this, this thing established and you go to your bank, hey, I want to have a high interest savings account, you could do so online or, or go in. Many of them will have it and have access to a, access to a high interest savings account. Um, you want to take a look at your spending. So that was our last lesson. Where's your money going? But more importantly, how much money can you get through in between paychecks? So if you've got a couple weeks, what is your 
walking around money that you're like, you know what, I can live on this. Um, and then you can even put some rules in play that you want to be, just make sure they're flexible enough that you can rely on them no matter what your pay changes, because that's a big issue for younger people. Hey, I had to, I, I got an extra shift or I was off. I had to, I had sports. I couldn't work that week or whatever it is. So you're going to have a, a paycheck that bounces around. So just make sure you're flexible on how to do it. So let's just say you could get around one fine on 80 bucks every two weeks. Maybe you're like, no, that's ridiculous. Great. I, I got to have more or maybe like, hey, I, I, that sounds good. You find out what works for you. Um, but then anything you make over and above that can go towards this higher interest savings account and be saved. Um, so average paychecks, I've heard from students in different things. You know, let's say you get like 262 in the last two weeks. So then you go online and with a quick tap of your phone, you can easily transfer the the 182 to your high interest savings account. Um, do that for every two weeks and you will have saved close to $5,000. And that's not including the very little interest that they give you, but it is money that is there and is set aside for you. So again, you, you, you have this paycheck, whatever it is above and beyond it, the rest goes to the high interest savings account and you're not going to touch it. That's there. Again, some financial planners will suggest, you know, a preset amount automatically transferred because you can do that so that it automatically takes the money out of your account. Problem with that, that students have said is that, you know, because their paychecks tend to bounce around a lot, that uh, with tips and different things, that they don't want to be stuck to a preset amount. You could find yourself, you know, not saving enough uh, during one period period uh, and, and maybe even saving too much in others. And so... Um, it's just finding that amount of money that you can walk around with for that two weeks and just putting aside more uh, of that than what you are taking in. Um, it's again, the other act of doing it as opposed to doing it automatically that I've heard from students is they actually like the, the act of saving, the, just even the transfer of money over and seeing it and, and watching it grow. There is an aspect of, I think there's, probably some brain research in there of just being and seeing it and doing it as opposed to it being done automatically. But again, the more important thing is that you have the flexibility uh, of the amount of money that you're, um, you're taking in with that. So now we'll get into spending and we'll actually start to take a look at it because that will be our next lesson. All right, I'm saving my money. This thing is growing. We showed you that, you know, Hey, uh, during a small amount of money, um, that you could actually start putting in, you know, you 162 of that, you know, if you have that and do that every two weeks, you're up to that 5,000 just by the end of the year. So that's, now you can start to look at a GIC. But for your walking around money, we've got to look at two things because you're going to find that in many ways, there's the carrot and the stick approach to getting things done. Um, just like people who are looking to, to lose weight, they will exercise and look at their calorie intake. There's usually a yin and a yang with these things that you try trying to attack it on both fronts. And once we look at doing it and putting money away from a saving standpoint, we've figured out our spending and we're able to look at it, then the next part is with that money that um, we say we've got that set aside, what are we looking at to curtail our spending? And that will be our next lesson. And we're going to go low tech <clears throat> and look at cash and what is done with it. So look forward to seeing you on our next lesson. And we'll take a look at spending and cash. Till then, talk soon, everyone.